Welcome to The Bridge, Pathway to Big Ideas. This is the podcast for the Morgan Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter. Uh, Each time we come on, we start with the mission, and I'll tell you the mission is to maintain a network of MSU alum entrepreneurs for business opportunities and to serve as a resource for entrepreneurial development for students, the overall university, and the surrounding community. Uh, It's also give us an opportunity to highlight some of the members in the chapter. And today he's back again. Uh, His name is Anthony Johnson. Hey, man. Welcome back. Thanks for having me again. All right. So for those who are just tuned in and didn't listen to the other podcasts, uh, tell them your, your time here at Morgan. Uh, what degree did you get and when did you get that degree? I am a proud Morgan State mba I got my MBA here um, actually in 2015. So I'm only a year removed um, yeah. from that degree. So All right. And talk, talk to us about... Uh, why you are a member of the Morgan Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter? I um, I believe I'm an advocate for empowerment, particularly for minorities. Um, I do it in my own business endeavors, but if I could do it to support some people that have helped pour it into me as well, uh, I think that would just aligns very much with who I am as a person as a, and as a businessman. All right, good deal. So we we're we gonna talk about product design and development. Okay. Now, I, I've seen these before, but you know, I'm, I'm interested to learn more about the story. So, c- c- correct me if I'm wrong, Magna Pels? Magna Pels. Did I said it right? Yes. Yeah, so All right, so Magna Pels. But, so, tell us about that. We just combined the, the term magnetic and lapel. Look at that. So Magna, Magna Pels. I so got that. Try to get a word that encompasses what the flower means all in one swoop. All right. So, he, he's talking about flowers. All right, so for those yeah. who are tuned in, uh, is there a website that they can go to so as we're having a conversation they can they can look at it? Yeah, yeah. So our website is www.magnapels, M-A-G-N-E-P-E-L-S. A lot of people spell it M-E-G-N-E-A, but it's M-A-G-N-E-P-E-L-S. All right, so, so one more so, time, slow. So www.magnepels.com. E L S dot com. So for the slow typers, we want to make sure they get them right. No, no, that's probably <laughs> was, no. All right. So, so what's the story behind Magnapels? So just to give a first overview of what a Magnapel is, it's just a magnetic boutonniere lapel flower that um, you see a lot of gentlemen wear this on their suits, um, on the lapel of their jacket. Um, the story behind it, it was we simply were solving a problem. Mm-hmm. I traditionally wore, I guess what would be defined as like a boutonniere lapel, right. and it was made in a pin as opposed to what we have is the magnetic mm-hmm. variation. I didn't like the idea of one stabbing my garments, broken mm-hmm. holes in my garments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two, I didn't like in order to try to get it aligned right, I was felt like I was damaging the flower. Wow. So I just started thinking of different alternatives. I watched Shark Tank. Yeah. You know, I seen something with magnets and I just did my research and started testing some different samples and tried the people and they really liked it. All right. So is that one you're wearing now? Yes, I do have on my green lapel flower, Magnapel. All right, so so can I see see the back of that? Yeah. Yeah, all right, so I, I'm actually taking it out and looking at it now. Uh, so what what went into this? I mean, how did you get to this point <laughs> where you have you actually have a product? Yeah, I, um, again, oh, I wow. wore them, okay. and the magnet's really strong, as you yeah, can see. I, uh-huh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I wore them. I initially started out by um, just testing it out. Seeing what people, what people cool, thought man. about it. Yeah. I um, 
my girlfriend slash business partner. Ah, okay. Uh, she, we actually, that's actually, another workshop that we're going to do. Uh-oh. <laughs> Couples in business. That's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> but she actually started out making them. Wow. So it's kind of, we came in, it came into fruition collectively. She started out making them, um, particularly as pins. Mm. People inquired about them. They like when I wore them, how I put them together. But thinking of me wearing them and understanding the industry, I knew it wasn't as much longevity to it if she just did pins. Right. So I kind of came up with the magnetic idea. We bounced around with it. Um, initially, she didn't buy into it at first um, right. until she actually seen it come into, come into fruition. Um, and then it just became a hit. I just gave it some to a couple of people. I polled a lot of like stylists mm. um, in different locations, seeing what their thoughts were. How do they like the different flowers? Um, then I just started doing my own research as far as like who were the competitors, who were the people that were like in the industry, mm-hmm. and seeing what I could do. Now, for me, what I couldn't find was anybody else who had a magnetic component. Mm-hmm. So that was a key differentiator for us. And then as we progressed along, just trying to figure out is it different enough that it can scale out to be something bigger. Right. Absolutely. So, so you have your MBA. Yeah. And your girlfriend, she's she has an MBA as well. No, she does not have an MBA. She right. has a business degree. And for monitoring and fashion and merchandise. Okay, so so the two of you together came up with this idea for the company. So this is a flower. So are all of the Magnapels flowers? flowers? Yes. Yeah, so they are flowers. And, and are they, they in that material too? No. So the the product varies by style, mm-hmm. fabric. Mm-hmm. So we have like I, what I have here is like a carnation style. Okay. We have some that are more shaped like roses. Right. And what's that? What's that? This uh, is like a spike. We call it a spike carnation. Well, I guess what's the material? Just a, a basic cotton, basic but some cotton, okay. things that we do, uh, we have like some leather, oh, some wow. suede, especially okay. some burlaps, different textures. Uh, we play around with them more when the seasons change, mm-hmm. depending on the season. We do even do some spring, like seersucker, mm-hmm. those type of thing, prints and variations. Um, but to answer your question, if the product varies by size and style, and that kind of helps us to shape the price point as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so so I'm asking some some questions. You could say, Omar, none of your business. Okay. So so where is the company as far as uh, production and, and growth? I mean, is the company growing? So we are growing, but uh, as an entrepreneur, one thing that we are honest enough with ourselves is we could be further along mm-hmm. if we were putting forth more. Is what what we what could as putting forth more into the business. Mm-hmm. So I think, and particularly as an entrepreneur, you got to take ownership, right? Understand the success. Mm-hmm. drives on you so we we're in some boutiques mm-hmm. um we we talked to some buyers mm-hmm. where we haven't got into that one store once we get into the one i think all of the, the doors will open right um but we're we're still in the earlier stages of the business process but we're just trying to you know solidify ourselves getting to a couple of boutiques more, a couple more boutiques in this region baltimore mm-hmm. dc mm-hmm. maybe go philly next and then try to uh, continue to have those conversations with the big big department stores. All right. So, so how do you protect it? How how do you protect someone else coming up? I mean, they seeing that and like, man, I can do that. Ah, uh, so w- well, we do have a provisional patent at the moment. Oh, good. Um, we we don't have the utility. We did mm-hmm. some. We're, we're working on that. Mm-hmm. And even as we we've realized how pricey that oh, that yeah. can be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Related to the provisional, but we we are patented in some. I mean, protected in some capacity with the provisional. Um, but now we're just trying to iron out the, the probably we're going the utility patent rate mm-hmm. um, option if possible. Um, so that would be our way of protecting it and potentially licensing it mm-hmm. and doing some different things with it when we scale it up, move forward. 
All right, so here, here's the magic in being a member of the Morgan Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter. So you know we have somebody that's a that deals with patents, right? Yes, All yes. Right. And, and we've talked, but yeah. I need to really yeah. schedule a meeting and sit down yeah. and really talk with a capital T. Absolutely. You know, and, and iron some things out right. um, because she said that that member yeah. said they'd be willing to help us, and that's also that, you know, that's the the benefits of being in a network. So right, well, I'm excited about that. Yeah. So here's the other magic. We can mention her. <laughs> okay, Isaiah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Isaiah. Um, Aisha. Aisha, I'm sorry. Aisha Gillis. It's all Aisha. good. Aisha Gillis. Aisha, don't beat me up. Yeah, so, so. I said it's, Isaiah. It's, it's all good. So it's, yeah, so that's the magic of being part of the chapter because there are people with different backgrounds that we can kind of lean on to help us out with that. Yeah. So so going back to protecting it, and you, you did something that I'm always suggested to entrepreneurs, and that that's customer discovery. So when you gave it to um, individuals, I mean, what was the feedback? What, what was the feedback that you received? Well, certain things we wanted to un- try to understand. One was, is our product better than our competitors? Or do you feel like having the magnetic option mm-hmm. is a better alternative to what's already out there? Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't a a better alternative then it's not really a point of even scaling up with the product right. what we found was that customers liked it more and it our product being a magnet kind of opened customers minds consumers minds more to do different things with the flowers and how they wear them right so even though it started out as just in a piece or accessory on your lapel now people are wearing them on their denim jackets mm. i've seen people throwing them on their hats Mm. I haven't seen a woman wear one on our converses before. Wow! So it's 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 whatever the fashion enthusiasts can imagine. It can, however it can be worn, is kind of how we've been pushing it. So I think the magnetic variation just opens the mind for create more creativity. All right. So so is is it males, females? So males was our target. That's really? Males. We initially start out as males with the with the flower. The, because I mean, if so, the, to give the history, not mm. too much history. Right. But a boutonniere is something that men have wore or a real flower for a very long time. Right. But but uh, isn't it for formal events? So that's that's so I think is the usage of it has transitioned. Uh-huh. So previously men would wear them. I mean, not even before Billy D. Let's say, but if you were thinking like a <laughs> right. Billy D. Williams, right. when he when he had his nice double breasted suit on, he had a real flower. Mm. But the thing is, what happens when a real flower dies? How do you with, how do you move forward with it? So, the fabric component added more longevity to the flower. Mm-hmm. So instead of people, okay, yeah, I'll buy a real flower, but that fl- flower dies, I may not be able to wear that flower again. I only get one right. one wear out of it. So I think that's how. This is not written. But this is the, I'm assuming how that fabric cloth flower really came into fruition mm. was just having more longevity to the flower, and then it kind of enhanced from people just wanting to wear it for weddings and proms to wearing it as a complimentary item to any suit. Mm-hmm. Now, hope what we hope is that it transitions to a, a, almost a, an essential suit accessory right. to the point where, you know, a tie bar wasn't always the, the, the complimentary item to a tie. Pocket rounds or pocket squares wasn't always that item mm-hmm. that people always had in there. It was maybe it was more of a specialty thing. Right. So hopefully this transitions in Magnapels is at the forefront. Because everybody don't want a pen, they want to only have a magnetic variation of it. Right, right. That's the goal. So for the for the for the brothers and sisters that don't wear suits, <laughs> what, you, what do you have for them? So the thing about again, 
It's all about creativity. Yeah. You may not wear a suit, but you may even wear, let's say you wear a t-shirt and a vest. Yeah. You can throw the tie, you can throw the magnapel on a vest. You can throw the magnapel really on a, just a button up shirt. Mm. Um, or again, some people are wearing them on denim jackets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's a way like, it's. A, I call it a simple statement without, you know, like, you ain't screaming, look at me, mm-hmm. but it's a simple gesture. Um, to show you a little bit more fashion conscious. Yeah. You know? So, so can you customize it? Yes. I mean, it's just not in the rose or the flower. You could customize it to anything? Yes. So customization for us is mostly done for weddings. Ah, so, okay. Because when we do customizations, it's a certain minimum amount that mm-hmm. you have to order. That and makes sense, yeah. If you had a large or group organization, let's say MIAC wanted to do yeah. some customized magnapels, yeah. then you, as long as you meet that quota, we can make a specialized uh, mm. color variation. Yeah. Um. And part of the reason we did that because we didn't want people to just everybody oh can you make me this my custom color yeah <laughs> and, and it's not it's not financially a smart thing for us from a business yeah, to, to go to go that model uh, all right so so local or national I mean I saw you go, on, yeah local or or national so is it just a local uh, or I should say are you reaching where are you reaching is it just so locally? now we're reaching. Internationally, actually, really? we've had some international customers, uh-huh. people from England. How Australia. are they hearing about you? Do you, have, do you social, know? I'm, I'm assuming um, mostly okay. just on, online, digital, social media. Wow, the power of social media. Yeah, the power of social media. <laughs> wow. Just marketing, using yeah. our platform, hashtags. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm a social listener, mm-hmm. social watcher. Like I'm, I'm a big yeah. so, social media person, so. Okay. I, I check and see who's per- posting these hashtags, and I'll like some of their pictures right. to, to raise some awareness about us. But to answer your question, we are we're more nationally, we're, and we take pride in being a made in America product, unlike some of our competitors, um, handmade product, mm-hmm. um, which I think attributes to the quality of our product more. Um, but although we're made in America, that doesn't mean that we're only an American-based uh, business. Now, granted. Costs a lot of money to ship internationally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. So that's something yeah. that, 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 we, that we're, we're still yeah. fine-tuning that, depending on the locations and things of that nature more. But most of our businesses, East Coast, we've gotten some West Coast, um, but mostly more the East Coast. We have, and again, outside of inter- digital inter- online, we have some boutiques um, in this region that we have and some additional ones we're trying to target. Mm-hmm. So, so, So organizations, I heard you say organizations can customize it long as there's a minimum order so that you can you know it makes uh good customers um good uh mr welder cost effective for you and your business uh business um so for the individuals that want to reach out to you how would they reach out would they reach out to the website or is there another yeah set so number? Okay. our website has two options one you can actually check with chat with us directly like through the website like mm-hmm. it's like a instant communicated oh, wow. yeah. type, type of situation Good. Or you could just send us an email with all the logistics, um, just info mm-hmm. at magnapels, M-A-G-N-E-P-E-L-S dot mm-hmm. com. Or, I mean, it's a contact that's option that's directly on our website where they can just send us some information. All right. So what's the future? What's the future for Magnapels? Um, well, hopefully, well, when we patent, um, if it's not already been patented, uh, the patent, the product, I, the item, the goal is to one license license it either to our competitors, um, or just take over the market on our own. <laughs> so even you, it's kind of not not to, to be humble, well, not to be arrogant, Ar- but it's kind of yeah. like a get down or lay down type of situation. Right, uh, right, right. We have the better better alternative, so can't beat us. Join us. 
Right, right. And you keep mentioning competitors. I don't want to put the competitors out there. I mean, are there a lot of competitors out so there? So it's a lot of people that, let me be clear, it's a lot of people that make lapel pins, lapel flowers. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're our direct competitors gotcha. because, for instance, like our price points mm-hmm. are different than some of mm-hmm. the um, some of the uh, organizations. So we're not really competing with, let's say, to throw something out there, a brand that's in like a K and G, because their flowers probably are five to ten dollars, but right. they aren't going to get the quality and the handmade made in America or the magnetic component right. of our product. We're more or less competing with the brands that are in like the Nordstroms, the Saks, the Macy's those type of organizations who have a, a more of a higher quality right. flower um, and a similar price point. All right, good deal. So stick with me. I'm going to make these announcements that we're going to give you a chance to do a wrap-up uh, contact information. So the Morgan Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter, we meet the first Tuesday of each month um, here on the campus of Morgan State University uh, in the new Graves School of Business in Rome 306. Um, if you're not... Um, Here in Baltimore, you can also join us via phone at 712-775-7031, and the PIN is 172-785. You can find out anything that you need to know about what we do at the Morgan Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter uh, on our website. Our website is Morgan eac.org that's morgan eac.org we have a number of events the alumni speak series uh, where we have an alum uh, or a couple of alums speak about uh, challenges i should say challenges but speak about resources in their particular industry and it's all online so it's you don't necessarily need to come to uh, to a location uh, you can actually find all of that information online uh, and we have a number of those on our YouTube channel. Uh, we also are preparing for the Small Business Expo, which will take place prior to the homecoming. Uh, that will become an annual event for us, uh, an opportunity for us to highlight the alum in the chapter, as well as give back to the Morgan community, as well as the community uh, surrounding Morgan State University. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter uh, at Morgan State EAC. That's Morgan State Entrepreneurial Entrepreneurship Alumni Chapter EAC. And you can find again find us again on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. And all that information can be found on our website as well, morganeac.org. Uh, also on the website is a list of members. You know, as we were having a conversation here, we actually have one of our members uh, who is an attorney, and that's her specialty uh, around patents or intellectual property. Uh, so uh, you can find out more information about uh, the membership by going to Morgan. Uh, eac.org Anthony how can people reach out to you so we are all almost well most of the social media platforms uh, Facebook Instagram Twitter are the same name Magnapels M-A-G-N-E P-E-L-S if you want to contact me directly my email is ajohnson at magnapels.com 
All right, good deal. Thank you for coming on The Bridge. Thanks for having me. All right, The Bridge is made possible by the Entrepreneurial Development and Assistance Center at Morgan State University. For more information, the website is edacmorgan.com. Now go out and make your ideas big.